0: Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul podcast a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Refreshing the Soul Podcast. I am your host, Shawanda Williams. How is your soul doing? How is your soul doing today? I pray that your soul is prospering in every way. I pray that just as much as you are focused on prospering in your finances, prospering in your health, Prospering in your relationships, that you are really taking the time to take care of your soul and make sure your soul is prospering just as much. Refreshing the Soul Podcast is based on Matthew eleven twenty eight through thirty, and just to paraphrase it, you know Jesus is just saying, "Hey, where you are heavy at in your soul, where." you are weak, where you may be tired or weary, come to me and I will give you rest for your soul. And that rest for our soul, that rest means to refresh, to make new again, to update, to restart. You know, like on your computer when maybe you make some changes or if the page kind of gets stuck and you can hit this refresh button And when you hit the refresh button, it's like giving that page a boost again. It's like, okay, wake up, come back alive again. And that's what he wants to do in our souls. Sometimes we have experienced things that has caused us to kind of die on the inside. Sometimes we have gone through things where that we have not addressed. And eventually it becomes normal. We'll normalize a way that we've been living. And God wants to refresh those places. And for me, one of those places was anxiety. Yeah, and anxiety was something that I just normalized. I felt like it was something I always had to deal with. And, you know, as I think back at it, it started Probably from a young age, but it wasn't as it wasn't as bad until the day or the I would say the season where when I was married, my husband had to leave for Iraq. He was in the National Guard and I had just had a baby and I had a three-year-old. And he was there for our son, my second child, for 10 days, but he had to leave. And I remember I started to go through these anxiety attacks. And my body, I didn't know what it was at first. I was like, what is going on? Like, I would feel my body um, very panicky. Like, my heart rate would speed up. I had shortness of breath. And when it was over, I remember my body just reeked with pain. Like, it would hurt, it would ache. And I knew it had to be anxiety, but what got me, I just like, what, what am I anxious over? Like, God, I'm like, there's nothing that I am, I'm worried about. Like, is there, but you know, as I look back at that time, I realized that I never came to an honest place of all the stress that I had on me. You know, my husband's away to Iraq. I have a three-year-old and a baby and I'm at home and yes, I'm I'm around family, but I still put all the pressure on me to get everything done, take care of my kids, but still worried about my, my husband. And I never was honest about that. I never slowed down enough to pause and really address the fact that in my soul, I was worried. I was overwhelmed with worry about, yes, my husband, but... Also, my day-to-day life with my kids, just, you know, I'm just I'm just one of those moms who I like to have things scheduled, I like to have things prepared, I like to have things organized. So when things kind of seem all over the place, it's just it can become stressful for me. And I wasn't honest about it. So when my body started to tell me (laughs) that I was dealing with anxiety my mind was like, what's going on? What's going on with you? I couldn't register why my body was just aching and feeling the way that it was because of the anxiety that was going on in my soul. And I ignored it and it got worse and worse and worse until eventually the after effects of having these anxiety attacks, I would have so much pain that would last for like hours. And I got to the place where I'm like, I can't take this anymore. So I went to see a doctor. They prescribed me some medicine. And I remember taking one pill and that one pill, <laughs> I couldn't even control the way that I smiled. I wanted to smile and I could not even control it. I couldn't, I couldn't make myself smile. And I would say, okay, God, I can't. I can't take any medicine. I know people do this, but this is not for me. I need you to heal me. I need you to heal this place in me that is anxious for whatever reason, you know, because during that time, I still couldn't face. I thought I had everything under control. I thought I was doing good. But I was like, God, whatever it is, I need you to heal this place because I don't want to take any medicine ever again. And you know god did you know i never had an anxiety attack as bad as i've i've had back then i never had to take medicine again thank god for that but have i dealt with anxiety since of course yes there's still some renewing of the mind some refreshing of the soul that had to be done in me and i just want to talk about it this month i know that there's a lot of people that deal with anxiety. And I by no means am an expert. I know there is anxiety disorder out there. That's what it's called. I know people take medicine for it and they cope with it and manage it in different ways. And I'm not here to say, stop taking medicine, but I'm just here to share my story. I'm here to share with you God's truth and how He is continually to refresh my soul in this place. Anxiety, if we look that up and read what it is and what it means, it's feelings of worry. It's an unpleasant state of inner turmoil. Catch that. I mean, inner turmoil is one thing to have the outside condition, the outside environment. That is in turmoil. But we're talking about, there's like a raging storm going on on the inside of us, and I believe that was happening to me back a few years ago when my husband was in Iraq, but I wouldn't, I was not honest with that place. I was like, "No, I can do this. I got it together. I'm not worried about anything. I know God will protect him, but my inner man, my inner man, it really didn't believe that. It was in turmoil. Anxiety is a feeling of fear, dread, uneasiness, typically about something that probably hasn't happened yet. You're uncertain about this outcome. And I believe that one of the things I dealt with was just being anxious, being worried that, was I being a good enough mother to my kids? Will my husband really come back? I think there's sometimes there are deep things that we don't realize that we are worrying over, that we are toiling over in our soul. And though we may not recognize that we are thinking about these things and that we're worried about these things, our soul knows it. Our soul feels it. And it comes up as anxiety. It comes up with these attacks that then hit our body. And this week, I want us to come to an honest place. I want to help you come to an honest place. I would say, you know, slow down and really think, write, pray, and ask God to reveal to you, are there things that I am worried about that maybe I don't even realize? You know, the word says that our heart is deceiving, and it is, because sometimes we want to think that we are this way, but really what's going on in the soul, it could be something else. It could be something deeper. It could be something you don't want to face, you don't want to admit. Sometimes we want to be strong. We want to feel like we got it together. We want to feel like we don't need help and that we can do this on our own, that we're not worried. But no matter how much you want that, if your soul is not really in that place, you're doing yourself more harm. You're deepening the place of worry. And then you'll be like me. You'll have these anxiety attacks and you'll be like, why? Where is this coming from? You know, I'm able to look back at that place and see that I wasn't honest. So I say, you know, even if you can't recognize it, or maybe you do know that there are some things that you are worried about, I say, bring it to an honest place with God. Take a moment, take some time this week. And really ask, like, God, what am I worried about? Or say, I'm worried about this. I have this feeling of fear or dread that this outcome may be like this. I think it's so important to come to an honest place because what are we reading in the word? And what are we bringing? What truth can we bring to ourselves if we don't know the lie and the place of heaviness? that needs it. If I don't know that, if I don't come to an honest place that I am worried about something, why would I read and meditate on God's word that says not to be worried, not to be anxious, to cast all of my cares? See, we need God's word and we need God's truth, but God can't heal something that we won't reveal, that we won't be honest about. And I just pray that If you are dealing with anxiety, that you don't feel ashamed and that you're not afraid to come to God with it. He wants you to come to him with it. His word says, come to me. All you who are heavy, anxiety is heavy. Anyone who has dealt with anxiety knows that it's a heavy place. And then when it feels like it's out of your control, that you can't help but feel this way, When your body goes through attacks, and I know it's different for everyone. I know different people say different things that they experience. But one thing I remembered, and I hated this, I felt like I didn't have any control of how my body was responding. I didn't have any control of the pain that I was experiencing. By that time, it got to my body, and it was like it was too late. Whatever it was that I wasn't addressing in my soul, that I wasn't being honest with, my body, it felt it. And so I just want to encourage your souls today with the word of God, you know, God, where he talks about anxiety. And maybe you've heard this scripture before is Philippians 4 and 6. And, you know, in the New King James Version, it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, right? In NLT, it says, don't worry about anything. But I really, really like the Passion Translation because I feel like this is where I struggle With the most, it may be the same for you, but listen to this. This is verse six, and I'm going to read verse seven as well. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life, then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding Will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Wow, I really, really, I really love where it says, don't be pulled in different directions. You know, one of the things we can experience anxiety from and be anxious from is feeling like I have all these different things that need to be done, that I need to do. And when you begin to feel pulled into doing all these different things, or even just pulled by the thoughts of what may happen what's not right what still needs to be done we can go into a state of anxiety for me you know i like i like to know that i've accomplished the things on my list i don't like knowing that there are things out there outstanding and so i will try to go and get everything done and those things will just pull at me it will pull me like it's it's having control over me and that is not the way to live i've learned that i am to be led by god not pulled by life led by him not pulled by the different things that i need to do not pulled by what i think i should be doing not pulled by What if this doesn't get done? Oh, let me do something about this. You know, when we are pulled, anxiety is sure to come eventually because we can't do everything in our own strength and those things don't serve us. But when we are led by God, and I'm telling you, you got to wrap your head around this. God can lead you in your day with the very things that you need to do and when you need to do it. Hear what I'm saying. I've never experienced this until now, but it is possible and I'm telling you when I am led by him and he gives me the thought, he gives me the word or I just just a knowing, a sensing of, okay, I need to work on this. Okay, I need to do like just knowing that I'm being led by him and he's saying he's telling me what to do and I accomplish that, I have so much peace. There is a wonderful peace in knowing that you are led by God and that you are doing what he says. And even when you know there are other things out there that needs to be done, there are other things out there that is lingering. You don't know the outcome. You don't know how it's going to get done. But that's the great thing about God's peace. See, God's peace is, is the inner peace. It's not contingent on what's going on on the outside of me. And I believe that anxiety, that inner turmoil that we have is because we are looking at what's going on the outside of us. We are worried about the things that's going on the outside of us. And so that's why the scripture, Philippians 4, 6 says, instead of, of worrying and being pulled here and there and worried about a thing, you can have God's wonderful peace. You can have an inner peace. Something on the inside of you. Because inner peace is the place of where anxiety cannot live. Anxiety is an inner turmoil. And God wants to give you a wonderful peace. But how do we do this? It says, be saturated in prayer throughout each day. And you know, whether it is, and it says throughout each day. So, but whether it's prayer, you talking to God, it's just getting God in you throughout the day. It may look like you waking up in the morning, reading your devotion, or listening to worship music and then or, or praying, but throughout your day, you know, listening to worship music, praise music, uplifting, spiritual music, taking the time to just sometimes just say, Lord, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for this moment right here. Continuing to keep your mind on him, speaking to him throughout the day. Prayer is not this long drawn out thing and it can be full of requests. You can ask God. You can say in this moment, God, give me wisdom (laughs) on what to do next. God, strengthen me here. God, I need your peace right now. Yes, we can ask God for those things, but I love also that it says gratitude, have gratitude. Gratitude. Be grateful. Maybe, and it's not a a fake gratefulness where I'm still going to, I'm going to say thank you, but I don't really like the moment I'm in. No, it's finding something to be grateful for. Finding something to say thank you God for. It's really taking your mind off the thing that you're worried about, concerned about, and looking at what you do have, looking at what is being, what has been accomplished. What is something that I can say, God, but you did this. God, but you're hearing this. God, I, I thank you. I have this car to drive. Finding something. I mean, there are times I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> even when I was I'm driving and I'm in traffic, <laughs> and anxiety wants to raise up on me because I'm maybe late. And in those moments, I'm telling you, I say, God, but I thank you. For this car that I'm driving, I thank you for your protection while I'm on this road. I thank you, God, for the gas that's in my car. Like, that's not a fake gratitude. That is like seriously finding a way to be grateful. And listen, at the same time, I'm like, Lord, help me to get to work on time. <laughs> help me to get there, God. Cause, you know, sometimes we, but there are things we can't avoid, we can't avoid tr- traffic. But we'll find ourselves in those moments, in those situations, getting anxious, fearing, dreading. And we don't even know if we're going to be late or not. So in those moments, finding that time to say, Lord, help me in this, but I'm a thank you for this. And then we will experience his wonderful peace. Something else that I love about this verse, it says, tell him every detail. Of your life. Tell him every detail of your life. You know, God is a, a God of detail. You remember he, when he had the Ark of the Covenant made? Every detail on it, he knew exactly how he wanted it made. God knows how he wants your life, he knows every detail of your life, but it's a difference when we tell him. Every detail of our life. When we're actually speaking it and saying it and revealing it, guess what? Those worries that could have been deep rooted inside you is no longer there. And the more that you continue to tell him every detail, the more you are aware of where you're at, the more you are remaining in an honest place, and the more you are building a relationship with him, you're building a trust with him. Lord, I trust you with this part of my life. I'm not going to hold this part back. I'm I'm telling tell him every detail. God is more than just a healer of someone who is dying. (laughs) God is more than someone who just, you know, will supply money when you need it. God is a God who is in the details of how to manage your day. When you feel like you have a lot on your plate, you can tell him that. God, today... I have a lot on my plate. Show me how to manage my day. God, in this place, when I go to work, I have these five different things that I have to do and I have an hour to do it. Help me to manage this. Give me wisdom on how to get this done. Give them the details. Tell them the details. I think we make God so big where he's not concerned about The small things to us, God is concerned about every detail of your life, but we have to tell him, we have to, we have to make those requests known. So I really like that he said that because it's something that I do. I do it. And the more that I do it, the more I'm trusting God because I see how he answers me in the details of my life. And the more that you trust him, the less control you will have. I was reading in de- devotion today that trust and control cannot exist. And we have to be honest with the place of, are we worrying because of something that we can't control, right? How much of your stressing and worrying is in an attempt to be in control? See, if you trust God and you know that he will work out all of the details of your life, that he's perfecting everything that concerns you, then you're not trying to be in control. You don't have to worry. See, we worry because of what we think we have to do and what we think we can't get done. But when you trust God, it's not on me. The pressure is on God. And so today, that's what I want you to do. I want you to put the pressure on God. Be honest with him in the place that you are in. Be honest with your fears. Be honest with your schedule. God is not afraid of it and he's not too big for it. All right, so let's end our episode with confessions for the anxious soul. And it's going to be coming from Philippians 4, 6 through 7. And so repeat after me, I will not be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Instead, throughout my day, I will fix my thoughts on you. I will come to you, God, with every detail of my life. I will find something to be grateful for. I will experience your wonderful peace. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.